Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Go to pitch. Swing line drive. Sports Radio 92.7 FNZ, that call of the Braves walking it off against the Nationals to move within a game and a half of first place in the NL East, courtesy of Bally Sports South and Chip Carey. And that brings us to Monday Overreaction. Send in your hot takes from this weekend, 704-570-9610. We'll tell you whether it's an overreaction, underreaction, proper reaction, uh, itty bitty fitty. Mets fans are historically good at overreacting. So I will say, given what has happened, the Braves have won three straight. They are nipping at the heels of the Mets. Mets fans should be fully panicked today. Is it an overreaction, underreaction, proper reaction? It's a proper reaction. This the, the Mets need to, and they are treating the next three games like it's the regular season. Because if the Braves get a hold of the NL East lead, it's like it's going to be last year. They're not going to look back. Now, they can still wild card themselves into the playoffs. But, yes, you, you've blown a 10-game lead in six weeks. Yeah, I think the problem is right now everything's going right for Atlanta. The offense was always going to find its way eventually, right? But what's been really interesting is the Braves' rotation. Ian Anderson throwing, what was it, five strong over the weekend. Um, Kyle Wright still... An up and down thing, but Kyle Wright, a ridiculous upside. They've got so much upside, and now that bullpen, Strider, that, like it, it. I'm not gonna say it doesn't matter about the Braves' rotation because they've got the dogs. Mm-hmm. They they've got depth, and they've got the dogs to do some real damage. But the way that bullpen is shaping up, built around Strider, is. Man, they're just, they're all around right now. The way they're playing is indicative of what I think their talent is. And no offense to the Mets, it's not their fault. They've been kind of a hodgepodge because they've had so many different GMs the last couple years. I don't, I mean, I don't know too many teams in baseball that can compete with the kind of depth and quality of talent that the Braves have, one through probably 35 on their roster in their organization. It's not. It's not necessarily that the Mets aren't that good. It's just the Braves are that damn good. And I, you kind of got to win this series. You never say that in July, but you kind of got to win that series to really inform your expectations of the next couple months here. Psychologically, I think the Mets need this one. Itty bitty fitty. Oh yeah, there's no, there's no doubt. Um, and you know, I, I've been very calm and patient, but it's a game and a half. And we saw this last year. Once they once they got the NL East lead, they never relinquished it. So uh, thick doink saying the Mets will get swept and overtaken by the Braves this weekend. I'll say that's an overreaction. I give the Mets a chance in this series. I mean, you got Scherzer. You you went out of your way to get Scherzer on the bum. Yeah. And I think I think throwing Scherzer out there probably guarantees you at least one win. So I don't think they'll get swept. So it is Monday overreaction. Send in your thoughts, your hot takes from the weekend. <laughs> and uh, and we'll tell you whether it's an overreaction, underreaction, proper reaction. Matt from, or sorry, Mike from Forest City saying, uh, the people on ghost hunter shows overreact when they hear literally anything. 
that is an underreaction because they do it on the Bigfoot shows as well. Like if you ever watch the Bigfoot shows, they never they never even get close to a Bigfoot. But it's like, oh, you hear that? It's probably a deer or like a squirrel, and they're acting as if Bigfoot is like grabbing their ass in the in the wilderness of the backwoods of West Virginia. It's hilarious and ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's a great underreaction because those actors, that's the worst form of acting we have now on television. Is when they're doing those bits because it's terrible. I I don't know. There's a lot of really bad acting. Please see Grey's Anatomy. Please see uh, the soap opera. It's uh, Jerry just, Seinfeld. Well, okay. The problem is those shows, the the Finding Bigfoot or the the ghost shows, they're all built upon something you know is not going to happen. If they found Bigfoot, it would be the biggest story in the history of stories. You would know about it before the first episode of the show came out. You yeah. or the next episode. That's what is ridiculous uh, to me. There also, um, where was that? Where was Stanford Peace? Oh, Nick will miss Hacksaw more than he missed Fitty. Well, the difference is I'm going to see Hacksaw. One, Hacksaw's probably going to live in my attic in like three months once I move up there. Uh, God knows when he's going to try and move in with us, but. So I, I won't I won't see you as much. So I'll probably miss you more because I won't see you as much. That's uh, that's a surprising answer because oh. I thought that was a proper reaction. You love hacksaw, you just tolerate me. I love you both. I don't know what you're talking about. We, you and I have made a lot of progress. When you first were on the show, the first couple months. You couldn't uh, you couldn't compete with Hacksaw. It's not fair. I had four years of working with Hacksaw to go on, or three and a half years. Now you and I have almost a full year of working together. You, we've spilt radio blood. You did the Ramsey thing on air. You've earned my respect. So yeah, you're you're again. It's tough because we only worked together for less than a year. But uh, you know, I will miss you. I'm gonna miss, miss you, you too. All right, uh, Carolina Dave sending in this Monday of reaction saying the Nick Wilson farewell tour goes better than the Coach K farewell tour. Proper reaction because I'm guiding the ship. I'm not going to let you go down in flames like Coach K. So what is what is the successful Nick Wilson farewell tour? We make it a Friday? Yeah, we don't we get thrown off the air. We, we make it at 2 p.m. on Friday? <laughs> we don't have uh, Jeff flying back from Indianapolis in a panic saying... <laughs> with, with half his shoulder With detached. half his shoulder, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of not want that to happen, but... Oh, my God. All right. Uh, so send in your Monday of reactions. Ooh, this uh, Carolina Dave with another one. Nick and Itty Bitty Fitty are now in a radio relationship. That's an underreaction. We are we are radio married, at least for five more days. It's a. I've never given anything. I've never given any relationship with a woman the same effort I've given our radio relationship, which is probably why I'm single. But it's well worth it to do 20 hours of radio with you every week. Well, I think the reason why, I kind of demand. I'm, I'm very demanding in your efforts and your focus. I feel like if the women of your life would have demanded more out of you and maybe been a little bit kinder to you, you would have maybe given more effort and you might not be in the middle of a, a drought this side of the Sahara. That's a that's a fair observation. Jack saying, uh, Kai Jones is a bust. That is a massive overreaction. There we go. Like... Holy God, guys. I heard Mac and Bone today being like, why can't we just put it back in the five? Guys, chill, right? Shooting is informed by the kind of shots that you're getting. 
Kai Jones did not play with a, a significant point guard in the G League last year, and he's not playing with one in the Summer League right now. Kai is going to be just fine. Probably still needs to add another 10 pounds of weight, but I still think Kai has a very bright summer, and I still, between him and Jalen McDaniels, I'd still be very comfortable trading PJ if it meant you could get Miles Turner. Yeah, I mean, look. Has Kai Jones looked great in Summer League? No. But it's Summer League. It's it's not good basketball anyway. He's not a bust yet. He's only a bust of his, after four years. He's not a part of your active eight-man rotation. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's he's a late first round pick. Like what? Or sorry, a, a late mid round. Uh, late. Am I trying to say a late mid first round pick? He was a nineteenth pick, yes. so he was a late. I I I, I don't know. Whatever. He was a late first round pick. We're not overreacting to summer league struggles, just like we're not overreacting to anything that happens in the summer league. Tar Heel B saying, send in a stripper to take Beth's place Thursday. See if you have the Friday <laughs> off. <laughs> well, I, I could still use the money, so it'd be nice if I could still get paid for Friday. Uh, and by the way, I would want to be able to... I think we're going to have Hacksaw in studio on Friday. Uh, I, we're going to have the final hack song for me, so I, I would definitely like that as well. Man, G. Burrow saying uh, on his This Monday overreaction, come January, Nick will be regretting going back to Cleveland. That's not an overreaction. That's a proper reaction. Yeah, when it's cold as hell. There, there are going to be times when I'm standing out with the kids on the bus stop January 15th, there's a foot of snow on the ground. I've got to drive 40 minutes in my Dodge Ram in four-wheel drive, and my man bits are frostbitten. There will be moments where I'm like, did I, was this, was this, did, should I, can, is, is the job still open? I was just thinking out loud for a second. You know how you have hand warmers? Uh-huh. Why don't we have boy warmers for the winter time? So, uh... A few of my boys have tried the hand warmers on their boys. All I'm going to tell you is that's a recipe for disaster. You can literally burn your nethers with those hand warmers, right? <laughs> so uh, one of my one of the first Browns games I went to after they came back, they're playing the Steelers in November with the, the opportunity to uh, – they, they weren't playing for crap, but the Steelers would be eliminated from the playoffs if the Browns beat them, which ended up happening. It was – Minus three. Not minus three before the wind chill. Or sorry, not minus three after the wind chill. It was minus three before the wind chill. It was like minus 20, minus 30 with the wind chill coming off the lake. And uh, they were handing out hand warmers. And my cousin, who shall remain nameless, his name's Johnny, <laughs> put them right on the, right on the, the package. And, and let's just say he had to leave the game a little bit early to go see a doctor. Johnny sounds like a guy who would put hand warmers on his boys. That, just, just throwing that out there. That sounds absolutely right. Uh, what else do you have for me, Fetty? Um, okay, real quick, because we talked about this in the pre-show. You were talking about your wife back from vacation, your responsibility to to wake her up or not wake her up. Overreaction, underreaction, proper reaction. Women blame men for them oversleeping. Oh, proper reaction. Like, why is that? It drives me crazy. Um. I I never put me waking up late on my wife. Unless she's tampered with my alarm, I take it. It's all my job to wake up on the right time and get going. And I wake up at like 5.30 most days because the girls have to get on the bus for school at 6.30. My wife sleeps in by like 30 minutes on Saturday. She's like, why didn't you wake me up? And I'm like, you're an adult. 
And she gets really pissed when I say you're an adult. But this is every woman that I've ever dated or been with. Well, why didn't you wake me up earlier? You woke up. Well, yeah, I woke up because it was time for me to wake up. I don't dictate when you wake up. You're an adult. You make the decision as well. Literally, had um, one of the girls I dated in, in college, probably the girl who I was uh, not named Vanessa, the girl who I loved more than anybody else, she ended up becoming a teacher. She missed part of her teacher exam because she woke up late over at my place and then blamed it all on me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, now, nope. see, in no, that no. in she that didn't. that scenario, nope, she did not. She did not say make sure I wake up. She just said, "Hey, I'm going to be up tomorrow early because I got the teacher exam." And I was like, "Cool." Didn't ask her what time. She totally blamed me for a really long time. I I refused to accept it. You are one. She was way more responsible than I am. She's <laughs> way more grown up than I am. Still is probably. And I I refuse. I refuse that that you that you can't wake yourself up if you're the more responsible adult. I should never be in charge of anything, let alone waking you up.